All right. We are back on Shape of a Circle, and Brian, Cami, and Ed are asking, well, Brian and Cammie are asking really white questions to <laughs> Ed, our black guy. <laughs> the black guy. <laughs> um, you, you've been such a sport. You this have. Is, You're amazing. Is, fun. Um, and so today we're asking, uh, what do you want white school kids taught uh, and how would it look different from what they're currently taught about history? That's a really, really good and loaded question. Um, I think I would love all kids to be taught the entire history of our country mm. and not what one would call, we've heard the term, the whitewashed history of our country. Mm -hmm. So little known fact, in the 1900s, uh, what was happening was a lot of the historians, the white historians, kind of made these pacts and agreements that when they wrote history and you know told history, that they said things like, if a white person didn't do it, it didn't get done. Mm. <laughs> or so if a white person didn't make this or do it, then we're not even going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Or... We're only gonna um, we're only gonna talk about the contributions of white people to in our history books. Now we'll talk about Martin Luther King because he has a holiday, and mm. we'll talk about a couple people like major accomplishments. But in reality, it looks like that's that black people really had no. Um, what I would call contributions or significant contributions to society other than free labor, mm -hmm. which is really absolutely incorrect, but the way that it's written. And I would really like people to understand the why behind things that happen. Mm -hmm. And so, like, like, for example, let's take the Florida, the, the Florida ruling. And I, I want, I'm going to tell a story behind this, but it, it, the Florida ruling. Florida just said the way you have to teach slavery now is black people benefited from slavery <laughs> because they learned skills in slavery that helped them in their life. This is, this is what really? Florida just passed, that, oh, Black people benefit. Yeah, there was slavery. Yes, it happens, but they benefit. But that's the same this was thing. Job development. It was job. It was job development. That's the same thing that white slave owners said. White Christian slave owners said mm -hmm. to justify having slaves was we're teaching them life skills and all of mm -hmm. this other stuff. When you're getting free labor from sun up mm -hmm. to sun down. And so that would be the equivalent of me, like, going to, to Brian's house and then just taking his kids in the middle of the night and then chaining them up in my basement and for the next 10 years making them, like, redo my whole house and do all my landscaping, do all that, <laughs> rebuild stuff and build my basement and do all of that. And then 
I feed them once a day and I make them work 12 hours a day and not feed and not, you know, pay them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at some point I'll just education and skills and training. Uh, yeah, I've, I release them and say, you know what? They're better for it because now they learn they know how to they know how to build basements and they know how they picked up skills that they're going to be able to use uh-huh. for the rest of their life. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think we need to understand and be able to teach why things happen. Mm-hmm. Not just what happened, but why things. So, mm-hmm. first of all, let's let's just talk about the accomplishments of all Americans. Yeah. <laughs> and how all Americans, I'm not just talking about black and white, our Chinese and our Hispanic mm-hmm. Americans, and all of these other, uh, how, how the total contribution made America what it is. Because in reality, if you only teach people that white people did everything, mm-hmm. then now it's like we carrying you. Mm-hmm. There's a different mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a different um how can I say viewpoint. Oh, you just want a handout. Oh, mm-hmm. we're carrying you. Oh, you've never done anything for this country, but mm-hmm. and so there's a different kind of oof to it. Mm-hmm. When you think that the only people that ever ever made any significant contribution to America was someone that was white, mm-hmm. now I can pause there if you have any questions because I got some other yeah. I got some other roads to go. But yeah, um, I, I you know again trying to think of what's in people's minds on this. Um, a lot of a lot of the impression is that so that the way you described it. That doesn't feel right to me at all. And I think some people are saying what doesn't feel right to them is the recoloring of the other direction of projecting white guilt and white shame. Mm. <laughs> um, and, and actually, I think those two things are probably should be distinguished in this discussion. Like a retelling of the history all the way down to the school level. Mm-hmm. Are there places where white guilt could and should be taught? This was, this is an ethical issue of of, of humanity here. Like, and and therefore guilt should be ascribed. Well, whatever color it was, and in this case, it happens to be white. And I think even more so, what is is being registered is. Should shame go into it? Mm-hmm. Like, should the white kid leave class feeling bad of mm-hmm. like me, my people, my side, my my skin color in the room? We're the ones who did this. Um, I know from a white perspective, there is fear that there's an agenda to teach it that way to children. Mm-hmm. I would say that I think you hit on it right at the end. Who's teaching it and how are they teaching it? Mm. There's no intent for anybody to feel shame or guilt. Sometimes you just need to understand what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, the, it, it's, it's the why behind what happened, not for an intent to make somebody feel guilty, not for an intent for people to shame, but there go there there it again goes, you know, a previous conversation we had. Um, we're talking about Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. It goes back to 
me and how does that make me feel and does it benefit me? Mm-hmm. Um, does it benefit me as a white kid to tell my to tell my white son that your grandfather or great grandfather or great great grandfather could have been one of a person who did X, Y, and Z? You know, even from the black side, we would say, or I've heard a lot of people say, if if these these kids and these people could go through it. The, you should be able to at least hear about it. <laughs> mm. It's like we don't want we don't want to talk about the segregation or the, with schools and trying to desegregate schools and the, the the hell that the kids had to go through going through. And it's like we don't want our white kids to hear about it because it's this shame and it's this guilt. And, but it doesn't have to be taught that way. This is exactly what happened. This is why it happened. And it's like, well, if our people had to go through it, you can at least learn about it. Mm-hmm. You can at least hear about it, not with the purpose of shame, not with the purpose of guilt, but understand this is why you see some of the things the way they are today. This is why I know we're going to talk other podcasts about violence and stuff like that. But there's a reason why black communities are the way they are. And it didn't just happen. Mm -hmm. This has been developed over decades to Mm -hmm. see what you see Mm -hmm. right now. We just didn't wake up one day and we're like, oh, let's just let's this is what's going on. And we have no, it's been purposely developed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so I think. Uh, and I love that point of view. I don't think that the purpose, but people take it that way. Again, mm-hmm. I get something in my head. This is how I feel about it. It's not for the intent of making somebody feel guilty or shame, but it's the, the intent is this is our history. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the whole other way is we won't talk about it and we'll rewrite what slavery was because we don't want our white kids to feel shame or guilt that their grandfathers or great grandfathers or great, 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 great fathers had slaves. So, so that we can protect them. We just, we'll just rewrite it as if it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I, I think something else that comes to mind is it's, it's hard when a building block to the, the history, the story is found, found to be, faulty doesn't hold up it's hard to know what to leave with it a uh, good good example being thanksgiving someone uh put a really you stole my example no 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 go ahead no go ahead you you do it ahead i'll i'll add on well uh thanksgiving came around this year someone made some social post about you know the, the real thanksgiving and it involved just like uh I, I don't know a conquering of indians not a happy table mm-hmm. um and uh yeah did a little digging and yeah there's reason to believe that really what happened is you know after uh, enough disease and 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 war and other uh positions of fear with native americans that uh they're they're kind of forced into that thanksgiving scene they're teaching them how to use the land because they have to they're they're a conquered people at this point. It's not this celebration of the bounty of the land. 
And I didn't turn around and uh, teach it that afternoon at the Thanksgiving <laughs> at lunch. Not right. tell you the truth, I didn't talk about pilgrims or Native Americans or, or, or anything, <laughs> period. Um, but there was part of me that's like, I, I don't know America now if that's really... If, if my story of Thanksgiving is that wrong and off... I've been lied to. I don't, I don't know to, and I, I don't know how to reconstruct it. It would be happy to just take several steps back and and forget I looked up the article. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just. It, it's like one man's Thanksgiving is another man's genocide. Mm. <laughs> when you think about it that way, and really, you're right because of the disease that came over because they were conquered. They develop everything you said was exactly right. So a lot of things that we celebrate or have been taught or have become part of our tradition, if you start looking at some of the origins, are um, are really pretty pretty nasty. I mean, I think what is it? Uh, is it Star Spangled Banner? What was they kneeling on the? Mm. Was it the kneeling on? Well, yeah, the, you, the football players yeah, is what you're talking if you about. Yeah, actually look, read the entire words of the in, the original thing. It talked about slavery. It talked about it, it was crazy. Like the national anthem. The does? national yeah, the national anthem. You read the entire national anthem before the part they cut out. Like there's more to the national anthem, mm-hmm. but if you read the whole thing, it talked about being enslaved and conquering, and it was crazy. It was mm-hmm. it was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, see, again, as you're talking, I'm like, I, I don't know if I can handle my world crumbling. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's part of me that's like, just leave the happy stories I told myself. Like, how, how much from a white perspective is that out there of maybe I don't want the real history. Maybe I just Ooh, because want my the world history they've been telling me the whole time, and it's hard to unlearn stuff. Man, that's good, Brian. Because in in reality, what you just said, I don't want my world crumbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in reality, if we start really telling the stories and the background of some things that happen, that's where the whole white guilt mm-hmm. or comes from. Because I don't want my world crumbling. This is the world that I've been taught. Mm-hmm. This is the world I was taught as a, as a, as a black kid. Mm-hmm. With history books written by white guys, mm-hmm. that this was the world I. And so, if we really start to take the look at the were, why, were you thought the same version I was, or did you did you catch pieces of this growing up? I caught pieces. More I caught, accurate version. I caught pieces, but I was taught more the same version because the same mm-hmm. people wrote the books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, as I got older and did more investigating and did, I was like, oh, this is, you know, yeah. stuff like, and we'll talk about it in another episode, but stuff like the. The devaluing of the black family and and how we, how um, the DEA, it was a whistleblower on the DEA that said the federal government, to get rid of the Black Panthers, the federal government flooded black neighborhoods with drugs Mm. and then started, then started, then started arresting all the black men for drugs. So now mm-hmm. you've taken fathers out. You've taken role models. You've taken mm-hmm. figures out of these neighborhoods. And that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you start looking at some of the stuff that actually happened. Mm-hmm. And some it, it crumbles your world. And to be quite honest, 
as, as a white person, I'm sure you don't want your world crumbled. As a black person, you're trying to, some black people are trying to crumble your world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and really trying to get people to say, this is what really happened. And so now the fight is, well, I don't want my kids to feel shame. Mm -hmm. I don't want my, my kids to feel guilty. But in reality, there's shame and guilt in other cultures. Mm -hmm. A couple of episodes ago, we talked about Jane Elliott and a blue-eyed, brown-eyed. Mm -hmm. And what she did was, you know, she took all white kids and she was like, all right, these are blue-eyed kids and these brown-eyed kids. And she did all these experiments, basically said, all right, blue-eyed kids are better. They're smarter. They're this. And she, she gave all these great attributes to them. And she said, the brown-eyed kids, you're not, as, you're not as smart. You're this. You, get to, you have to eat last. You don't get to play outside as long. All of that good stuff. And she said, within a half a day, the whole class turned on each other hmm. to where the blue-eyed kids started putting down all the brown-eyed kids. A half a day hmm. is all it took for this society, this hierarchy to be developed. And she, one of the things in the experiments she did was she said there was this little, um, little English thing that they did, some, some classwork, and the blue-eyed kids did it in, say, like 10 seconds. And the brown-eyed kids who used to do it in 10 seconds were now taking like a minute to do it. And she was asking them, well, why did it take you guys so long? And they were like, because I'm stupid and because I'm this and because I'm that and I'm not good enough. And so now if you... How was this a legal experiment on real children? Right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, she did it. Oh, they, they came after her for it. But she just did it because they were talking about it. was right after Martin Luther King got killed or assassinated. Okay. And it wasn't necessarily... It's just something she wanted to do in the classroom to help them understand yeah. race and class. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, I guess, an experiment, like a science experiment. But it's something she wanted to help the kids understand race and class. And literally, I think it only went like two days because mm -hmm. it got so bad in that classroom. Mm -hmm. that brown. And then I think the next day she came back and was like, all right, the brown-eyed kids are better than the blue-eyed kids. And the blue-eyed kids, you don't get to do this. And... And the brown-eyed kids, and they were doing the same work. And now the second day when the, the brown-eyed kids were told that they were better and they were this, then now they did the work really fast and the blue-eyed kids did it slow. It was all about these reinforcements. And so now if I'm white, I don't want my kid to hear about X, Y, and Z because that means there could be, not that it's taught with guilt and shame, but it could be some, man, this kind of sucks. There's probably a sense of who do I trust too, right? Like mm -hmm. this idea of this is what I've always known. Like you're saying, this is what I've always known. I don't know what to think now. And so who do I trust? Are, are people just trying to push an agenda on me by putting whatever in front of me and, and trying to get me to believe their stuff? Is it really real? Should I believe what I've always known? Like there's this like, what do I believe and who do I trust and uh, so my my big wonderings so are you're, you're selective of the information you yeah like yeah. yeah absolutely that then sounds you better to me select yeah, yeah you so, oh oh that that kind of sounds on par with what I know you know and uh, so part of me wonders uh, I think this goes back to our original question right is this is the best way to address this to start teaching kids that have no pre predisposition 
and just kind of let the the old dogs be the old dogs and don't try to teach them new tricks? Or is it to start with kids and also also teach beyond that? What do you think? I think you got to start. You got to. It can't just be kids because yeah. that's it's going to take twenty years for a whole generation. I, mean, I think you just. It's going to take a long time to undo something that's taken a long time to do. Yeah, <laughs> I think that we have to be honest about who we are, because yeah. the only way we move forward is to be honest about how we got here. It's mm, good. That doesn't mean that somebody has to be guilty. Mm-hmm. Or somebody has to be ashamed. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean, well, I'm just going to come and take all your property because, <laughs> well, I'm going to take. We just have to be honest mm-hmm. because too often what happens is these, that person or these people are a particular way because that's just how they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or this is. Like we talked about how, with slavery, oh, they just got, they got they got job skills <laughs> out of that. Really? Mm-hmm. Did, would you like to get some job skills? Because I <laughs> I got a few projects <laughs> that you can YouTube the video. <laughs> and, and, and so I think that we all have to get to a place, not from a place of guilt or shame, but just be honest about what happened. Mm-hmm. Recognize what happened and don't try to ignore it because too often people will ignore it if it doesn't affect me, if it didn't hurt me, mm-hmm. didn't happen, mm-hmm. or I can ignore it. And just and from a and I'm not talking about kids, I'm talking about all of us. And mm-hmm. even to your point, Brian, okay, I just learned this about Thanksgiving, I can't unlearn it now. How do mm-hmm. I really feel about this? And mm-hmm. do people really want to face how they really feel about it if they understood? where it came from or how it happened. So I don't I think it's as much adult guilt <laughs> and shame and I don't want to deal with this as much as is and we just use kids as the excuse. Well, something you've been bringing up all along is like does this benefit me? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. one of the key filters on any issue and uh yeah, for a lot of people it does not benefit them to have to relearn history. Period. Uh, put dark clouds over American pride. Mm-hmm. That's hard. And then to, to you know, this is going to be other episodes. To is there? Do I have to own the white wrongness of generations past? Or like, mm-hmm. no, I I didn't do it. it wasn't me. Is that, that don't don't make me own it. Mm-hmm. I mean that's. That's going to be an episode in itself to try to get into of with with facts on the table who who owns what what's 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 the cause and effect but yeah as far as this one uh, I mean this is uh, I, I like how you're pointing though to how did we get here mm-hmm. that I think is the constructive part of history because I like history itself. You you can recolor that thing all sorts of ways, right? Like who, uh, who whoever wins wins a war, they look like the heroes. They write a history book. Mm-hmm. Who whoever just got wiped off the map, they would have told you a very different story. They they just didn't get to tell the story, mm-hmm. and that's for worse, way often more than than better. That's how history has gotten written, and but still, how 
how does that inform where we're at now? And that's what we got to get to. And even though I know a lot of um, frustration, skepticism, apprehension is casted at critical race theory, the original intent of get into legislative history to see how our laws affected lives, which then got us to the world we're in now, that was a good idea, which then different political parties grabbed and special interest groups took a hold of and cast out and so on and so forth. But whatever it is in our history got us to the way lives are right now. I think that's, that's the history we got to tell. Uh, that's the story we got to get into.